Oh yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy. <laughs> the one and only A Switch, aka the Komake Tiger Dropper, aka the Undisputed Uncontested, Undefeated Social Distancing Champion, aka. Whew, that's a lot of. Friday did Tony's down. <laughs> AKA um, the Switch variant, um, but he a real nigga though. <sighs> AKA the nigga Lil Master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switch's Sights, episode 113 to be exact. Today's date is uh, July. 15th, 2021. Happy Streets of Rage for Nightmare DLC day. Uh, I was I was using every fiber in my body to contain myself from playing before recording. But I was like, you know what? Get these responsibilities out the way. And then I'm going to indulge. You hear me? <sighs> I'm going to indulge. Um, what else? Oh yeah, for those that may not know, Switch of Sights podcast is a solo gaming podcast where I talk about just that. Um, yeah, outside of that, uh, well, if you wanted to switch, switch OLED model, I mean, I mean, regardless, it's going to sell out either way, but the opportunity was passed earlier. So, you know, I, I yeah, I mean, who, 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 who would want it? considering how uh i don't know how you know very conditional it is yet again even though it's something else along with the uh the switch light but that's neither here nor there um got a couple interesting topics to talk about today out of nowhere today actually valve announced uh the steam deck which we'll talk about more also, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Man. But without further ado, let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. Um, Make sure I got my codes. Got my codes set. Uh, I hope you guys appreciated, um, appreciated me adjusting my uh mic now that <laughs> i managed to to get it out of the camera for those that are at least watching the video version of this podcast but um so you can see this ugly face in in high high detail all its all its fin- <laughs> finality no that's probably not a word but you know what it's a word in my v- vernacular okay yeah um, so yeah, first topic of the discussion, uh, valve steam deck, um, it <laughs> was funny. <laughs> uh, this is probably the, <laughs> one of the best nicknames I didn't know. I wasn't even aware of people were calling it the, uh, the Gabe gear <laughs> for, for those that may not know the, um, essentially the head of valve, um, Gabe Newell. So <laughs> Uh, got me a Gabe gear. Hell yeah. 
um, which is kind of funny. It does look fairly, uh, fairly similar to a Game Gear. I mean, in the loosest of senses, but um, it shall now in my in, internal uh, vocabulary be referred to as the Game Gear. But the the uh, the Steam Deck, which is basically the rumored uh, portable uh, device uh, PC gaming device. Gotta, you know, instill that portable PC gaming device, uh, by valve. Uh, that essentially is the, uh, switch killer. Yep. I said it. No, <laughs> I think it would definitely, at least off the bat, I think it will definitely, uh, for sure directly compete with, um, the Nintendo switch. Uh, definitely in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Uh, but just to go over some of the specs, uh, has an APU. So for APU, um, basically, uh, graphics, a GPU and CPU combined to uh, save space, fully, uh, customized controls, uh, seven inch touchscreen. I think it is a 720p uh, resolution. Um, so f- for this, screen real estate. I think that's definitely totally fine in terms of size, a USB C port for accessories, micro SD slot for storage expansion. And then there are three storage options uh, available. I think we should check that specifically. I think there's the 64 gigabyte uh, version, which has technically the slowest uh, storage, uh, EMMC internal storage, uh, a bump up to that, uh, is 250, uh, 256 gigabyte, uh, storage. Um, but this has NVMe SSD storage. So much faster in that respect. Uh, the 64 gigabyte one I forgot to mention was 399 in price. And then the 256 gigabyte one is 529, but you also get uh, the carrying case, I guess the carrying case goes with every model, but I thought the carrying case only went with the premium one, but either way, uh, supposedly according to their site, it goes with every model. And then uh, the tip top, um, Krispy Kreme, um, <laughs> freaking, uh, um, damn, who, uh, the Dinkelberg, <laughs> uh, appreciate you if you understand that reference, uh, Dinkelberg, uh, Jones version, um, the 512, uh, gigabyte model, uh, with, uh, the same NVMe as the 256 gigabyte one, but of course much bigger. Mm. I don't know why I did that. I mean, you just had to, I just felt like I had to do that. Um, and technically has the fastest storage. I'm not sure how it would be faster or fastest if it's essentially the same SSD using the NVMe as the mid tier model, but I I guess, uh, but one thing that is exclusive to this premium version compared to other ones is anti glare etched glass. So presumably, uh, uh, I guess if you're playing in the sun, <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, Hey, Maybe you, maybe you playing, um, <laughs> playing a port, uh, playing a game, uh, Game Boy Advance port of Boktai <laughs> for a Game Boy Advance. And, uh, you can actually emulate 
uh, emulate the uh, the sun sensor. So I mean, hey, you you might be in the sun directly. Um, I just don't like the sun; it burns. Um, I, I avoid it at all costs. Um, so yeah, you got that uh, an, an exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle, exclusive virtual keyboard theme, like. <laughs> Come on now, you know, geez, this is, this is tip of the top right here. Um, but outside of that it does have, uh, you can also dock it and they do, they are selling a dock, but it seems like that's going to be at a later date because at least the details about it seems to be pretty sparse, but technically um, this will work with any USB-C dock that's out there already, since this is essentially a PC anyway. And I think that's one pretty cool feature that will, I think, make it very competitive against the, you know, I guess pretty much the only really more or less direct com- competition, which is the Nintendo Switch, um, is the fact that this is literally a PC that, you know, is in portable form. So... Uh, they did say you can like literally <laughs> if you wanted to, I don't know why, why you would, but, um, you could literally, um, reformat the BIOS and like literally have this boot directly in the windows. And, you know, uh, along with the dock, you can connect it to like, you know, any PC equipment and use it as just a standard PC if you wanted to, but it's like, just get a, P- <laughs> just get a PC then if for the weird people that want to tinker in that, that respect. Um, but at least in terms of my foresight of what I think this will definitely, uh, make this very competitive is, uh, for sure, specifically the fact that you can literally play any PC game, um, on this thing. So of course, in turn, in theory, you could play, uh, your uh, Game Pass games on this device, and this is kind of like the un what un uh, unsung Game Pass machine, where you can literally like a dedicated <laughs> portable Game Pass machine, um, depending on how you look at it. Um, but I think that's pretty dope, and just the factor of uh, you know the Steam operating system, and especially this performance. I think in terms of like horsepower graphical horsepower whatever um it's been said to be pretty much along the same lines as like a ps4 a base ps4 which considering the lower resolution um even uh, obviously compared to the switch 2 uh this is gonna be like pretty crazy uh in terms of games uh you know on the go like essentially people were reporting that you could play uh medium to high settings in terms of PC games. Um, what else? Well, something, something along those lines that came to mind being able to, yeah, play, play PC games, um, at pretty damn good frame rates. I think, uh, everything is pretty much HDMI 2.0. I think at least specifically the dock display port 1.4, um, so I mean, this is, uh, looking very, very much like, uh, a, a switch killer. I mean, you know, outside of the uniqueness that is Nintendo, but I mean, Hey, we got our, uh, we got our switch pro guys. We got our, 
we got our power switch machine. So, um, but I don't know outside of that. I mean, it does look pretty dope. Uh, you got pretty much all the standard buttons you expect. Um, my, my one concern about the design of this, the machine is that the buttons are weirdly like high, like at the top corners. It, but like in place of where you think the buttons would be, there are like the touch pads, like I guess to I'm assuming to emulate mouse movement, um, which, you know, for a lot of games could potentially um, be be a worthwhile replacement, especially considering a lot of the, you know, generally PC games that you in theory would be playing for this. I think it, it this would potentially be pretty dope for first person shooters. It's, it feels like. But at least according to uh, some of the early previews and stuff, it people are saying the form factor does feel pretty comfortable. Um, so, I mean, I, I can see it. I guess it's just a matter of uh, seeing what it would be like actually having in your hands. You do also have the um, <laughs> I want to call them. The <laughs> That's literally what I call them. you got the <laughs> buttons, uh, basically the. <laughs> the back paddles on the back of the, the handheld system. Um, so, you know, giving you a little bit more functionality that way. Um, yeah, uh, you got you, they, they keep in the, the 3.5 millimeter, uh, headphone jack as well as blue Bluetooth, uh, connectivity as well. So, I mean, it seems like they're literally, uh, they literally have all the bases covered. Um, you know, when it comes to pretty much, all the essentials nowadays, uh, for a portable console. Um, I think it's, they said three hours of battery life. Um, you know, if you're playing a pretty, uh, graphically intensive game, uh, and then of course, uh, more battery life, uh, the less, I guess, stress you put the, uh, the system under, um, uh, the, the interface for steam, is uh, a customized one specifically for these uh, these uh, handheld systems, um, and of course, obviously, your whole Steam library uh, will you know you'll be able to literally play pretty much your whole Steam library. Uh, so I mean, that in of itself, I think, is just as compelling. You know, literally being able to take your whole Steam library on the go, and then of course, with the most majority of the games nowadays having, if if, if anything, at least releasing nowadays, having the steam, um, steam cloud where, you know, Hey, uh, go on a, a trip, um, go to Uber, uh, play, play on, uh, play on your steam deck. And then, you know, after you're done, come home, uh, syncs the save data. And then on your desktop, you can continue playing. That is very compelling. I'd say, um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, at, at least off the bat, it definitely looks very, very promising for sure. I think, uh, you know, after people get their hands on it and actually fully play it and, you know, the reviews come out, I think that will be the ultimate verdict. But, um, yeah, overall I am, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, reservations start tomorrow. So, I mean, Hey, if you want it, go get it. I think it's, um, I think it's only $5 down anyway to, uh, if you want to 
you know, you thinking, uh, maybe, but uh, I don't know. You could just five dollars down, <laughs> five dollars. Um, and then if you want to back out, you can back out. So I think that's pretty fair considering everything, but freaking playing Jedi Fallen Order. I think it was it at 60 FPS on high. So, I mean, it's pretty compelling. We get, we got the switch pro, the switch pro. We, we didn't know we, uh, we got, we got, <laughs> I forgot they were talking about some of the, uh, <laughs> some of the most unrealistic setups you'll probably ever be doing. Like they had, like, uh, they're showing a picture of freaking two dudes playing, uh, I think guilty gear strive on this thing. So basically you got this little steam, uh, steam deck propped up Two people got the big ass fight sticks. They're like, what? Two times bigger than this thing <laughs> playing on a table, playing guilty gear strive. I'm like that literally never will happen. <laughs> that just, just something feels so like cumbersome about that setup. Just two big ass fight sticks connected to this thing. And you playing Guilty Gear Strive directly on it. I just, I don't see that happening at all. But, <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, for that one person out there that really wants to do that, man, you, you, <laughs> you about to have the time of your life, man. You about to have the time of your life. Uh, the interface looks pretty dope. Looks very intuitive. Like, um, being able to incorporate uh, friends list messages. Um, that seems pretty dope actually. Yeah. Overall it looks from what's presented to us. It looks very promising for sure. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, from a competitive standpoint, at least if we're directly comparing it specifically against the, you know, it's obvious competitor, uh, which is the Nintendo switch. Um, it's pretty, it's a good value, especially like if you go at the base price of a uh, three ninety nine. what technically a hundred dollars more, well, $50 more now than the, uh, the current switch and you get much more power, much more, uh, variability, flexibility. Um, I mean, yeah, overall, I'd say personally, I'm very impressed. Um, I think they, hit all the check marks they needed to with this device. Um, uh, meeting that, that medium between power and, uh, portability. Um, the potential definitely is there. Yeah. My only concern is probably the button placement, but it does seem like you, you can get used to it. Yeah, it does. They play disco Elysium, man. (laughs) <laughs> and and they also are showing all the games that directly are also on uh, Nintendo switch. So it's a nice, it's a nice little, uh, jab, especially what they announced it today as the switch OLED model pre-orders were, uh, planned to go live as well. So, I mean, <laughs> I think it's, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that, uh, valve did this to, you know, send a message to uh, Nintendo like, Hey, Hey y'all, we looking at you. You want some of that too. They said exactly like that. Gabe Newell said that directly to Doug Bowser. 
Chris Isles. Hey, we coming for you. <laughs> hey, Doug. Mm, we coming for you. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. I don't know who that is. I don't want it. Um, So there you are, people. Valve Steam Deck. Not to be confused with the Elgato Stream Deck, which a new version did get premiered today as well. But not that. Don't get it confused, even though it's very closely similar to confusion. Um, if for somebody who isn't knowledgeable or aware of, you know, t- um, the technology game, I guess. I don't know. So cool, cool, go to school. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on my, uh, I'm working on my news, news person chatter, you know, where they say, uh, the weird, weird one-liners to transition to a new, uh, new, uh, news story. I'm working on it. It's, it's a work in progress. I'll get there. I'll get there one day. <laughs> cool, cool, go to school. Uh, Karen? <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it, but I secretly like it deep down inside. <sighs> Next topic of discussion. Um, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. You know you want it. You know you need it. And well, you got it. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. I hope you're ready because I'm ready. So, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Essentially... <sighs> This is basically Smash Brothers uh, with pretty much all the Nickelodeon IP characters. Um, <laughs> you got Lincoln Loud, which that's definitely past my time. Powder Toast Man. You got you got Sandy Cheeks. Come on now. Come the fuck on. All right. You got Michelangelo. Patrick fucking Star. Okay. Abelina. Sephiroth who? Nigel Thornberry, come on now. A smashing time. That's that's my Nigel Thornberry. I hope you like it. Um man. So at least the characters we got, I'll relist everyone. Uh Michelangelo Mike Michelangelo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nigel Thornberry, uh Powder Toast Man from Ren Stippy. SpongeBob SquarePants from, of course, you already know. Sandy Cheeks, Patrick Starr, Abelina, Lucy Loud, Lincoln Loud, Helga from Hey Arnold. Come on now. If if we don't get uh, <laughs> if we don't get a Arnold Shrine Ultimate, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I am going to be pissed. I'm, I'm flipping tables. I don't care. <laughs> we got Reptar from the Rugrats, Zim from Invader Zim, and Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom. Come on now. So these are at least the initial roster that's been revealed, but they are um, announcing more characters closer to release, which I don't think. Oh, fall 2021. So they just gave us a loose, a loose release date. But so I. Uh, assume closer to release, we're going to get more characters announced. Um, so be on the lookout for a uh, cousin Skeeter, <laughs> cousin, Ke- <laughs> cousin Skeeter, uh, is about to make his triumphant return. Um, <laughs> I do really want,
Mr. Mayor from uh, Action League now going to going to make make his triumphant return. You know, um, you got <laughs> Cookie from uh, Nez Declassified <laughs> School Guide. Watch out now. Um, you well, you, you got Josh because uh, Drake was um was grooming young young children. So he's probably out. But Josh is still in. Josh is still in. Yes. I got worried. I got worried. Um, you got uh the two black kids, <laughs> the two black kids from my brother and me. <laughs> That's literally what it's going to be. <laughs> Their name, two black kids from my brother and me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm having a field day with this. I'm, I'm going to keep going with it. I don't care. Um, who else? You got, um, you got Pete's from Pete and Pete, you know, um, look out for, uh, Clarissa from, uh, <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. You know, she, um, uh, you know, she's going to do her, her ultimate is where she does the thing where she transitions between, between, uh, scenes, you know, watch out. Watch. Whew. Ooh, ooh, watch out. That ultimate is going, it's an ender. It's an ender. <laughs> Get mixed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm basically just recapping all, all Nickelodeon. Uh, now, now, now let's, we, we going on a branch here, but <sighs> it may be possible. Um, you know, of course, within the Nickelodeon, like, uh, umbrella, you know, I'm pretty sure that includes Nick at night. So with Nick at night characters, I mean, we might get, uh, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, you know, he'll, he'll probably do the, the, the trip where he trips over to Ottoman. Um, and then, you know, that's his ultimate when he trips over to Ottoman, everybody gets, it's an insta kill. No matter where you are on the map, the hitbox is ridiculous. Um, so, you know, <laughs> watch out uh bewitched bewitched the the witch from bewitched <laughs> that's literally <laughs> the witch from bewitched they nickelodeon if you listening um you should probably have me consult with all these characters because um whew, it's free knowledge right here i should be charging for this but i won't i mean i'm just saying just, just, just go on a limb with me, please. I mean, help me help you. Well, more so help you help you because what I'm doing right now, what this is, is gold. Giving you all this advice to make the best decisions towards these uh, characters that are announced. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the top of the top. That's at least my, my desired uh, list of characters I'd want in this, in this game. So hopefully, uh, Nickelodeon will, uh, fulfill that promise. I mean, if I do not get fucking cousin Keter, <laughs> cousin Keter. uh, that's the evil version of cousin cousins Keter. If you watch the show, you know that obviously duh. if we don't get Keenan and kale, I'm going to riot. I know that much. I'm going to riot. 
Um, <laughs> that is taking me out. I'm sorry. Um, all seriousness, though, uh, at least in terms of uh, the developers behind this game, um, I believe it's the same people that made what was it called? Slap City. I think it's Slap City. Slap City, which a lot of people are ranting and raving about. I have not played it yet, but at least it definitely uh, a lot of people are really loving that game. So these are the same developers. So it definitely seems like it's going to be in good hands. Um, It was uh, another aspect. Oh, yeah. Specifically, when it comes to netcode, apparently, depending on the platform, um, the uh, the game's net code will in theory be, uh, better than smash, uh, specifically having rollback net code. So that's going to be funny as hell. Fucking <laughs> Nickelodeon all-star brawl will have better online than smash ultimate. Um, and I'm definitely not expecting like a vast roster of characters in anywhere close to, um, uh, smash ultimate, but you know what? Hey, as long as I got, as long as I got cousin Skeeter in cousin Skeeter and Keenan and kill, that's all I need. That's all I need. Don't ask me for nothing else. <laughs> I would play Squidward though. I'm not going to lie. I play with some Squidward. <laughs> SpongeBob. That's, that's all you're going to get. Um, so yeah, Hey, I mean, as a as a, a, a kid that grew up to Nickelodeon, uh, specifically the cartoon shows, this is pretty dope. And especially uh, the characters they got are super old um, in terms of old IPs that, you know, aren't airing uh, currently like freaking our real monsters. I believe they're from our real monsters. Like, damn, come on now. How niche can you get with that? Um, yeah cat dog, you know, I get that cat dog DLC, might get Rocco's modern life DLC. Uh, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Uh, let me stop. I'm having too much fun with this. Um, yeah. So, Hey, uh, if you didn't like smash and you like Nickelodeon characters, this might be up your alley. I think weirdly enough, it isn't going to be on Nintendo switch was this. Oh no, they did say it is Nintendo switch. I thought for some reason they may not want it on Nintendo switch. You know, of course being like an obvious competitor to smash, <laughs> that would be crazy. Literally everybody's playing <laughs> Nickelodeon all-star brawl over smash on their own, on their own uh, platform. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. But I mean, Hey, if you're online is horrible. I mean, anything's possible, you know, hopefully this can do what PlayStation all-stars didn't, <laughs> which is kind of crazy when you think about it. PlayStation all-stars is essentially in smash ultimate. Now <laughs> you got cloud, you got fucking persona, you got freaking, uh, Tekken. Um, what else? It was something else. PlayStation. Metal Gear. <laughs> uh, that is funny. <laughs> Smash Ultimate absorbed the PlayStation All-Stars. So we'll see who's the best. Um, 
Starfighter, Stars, Stars Fighter game out there. Well, time will tell. <laughs> oh, I do have to comment on all the the freaking uh <laughs> the freaking memes that came out because of this. Like freaking uh, who's uh um Jimmy Neutron's dad? <laughs> they were going crazy with those memes. Uh, basically modern characters in a Smash. You know? Hey Jim, hey uh, don't want to get four stocked, huh? Don't you, Jim? <laughs> uh, doodly doodly. That's that's more Dinkle, uh, uh, Ned Flanders, but I don't know how the IP works. Maybe he can be in here too. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> hey there, Jim. Uh, don't get four stocked. That's I'd have to get a get an audio, you know, cue of his uh his mannerisms to get him down. But I'm working on it. Don't just I'm working. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that is that is just taking me out. Those memes were taking me out, man. Um, moving on. Lost judgment. Um we can't have anything nice, apparently. First first lost judgment. Uh, well, Yakuza wants to just abandon my, the reason I got into Yakuza altogether. And then I had to find, uh, you know, solace in judgment, the judgment series to fill that gaping hole that was left from the deception that, uh, that Yakuza left my heart. And, uh, what do you know? Um, uh, supposedly, uh, according to, uh, I guess it's technically a rumor at this point, but basically according to an article from Japanese showbiz news called Nikon Taishu, in which uh, the site did an interview with someone familiar with the situation. Sega wanted to publish Lost Judgment on PC and Steam to further extend the series' audience, but the protagonist actor Takuya Kimuro's talent agency refrained them from doing so due to their very strict portraiture right policy. So I guess apparently it's very limited uh, pictures of their talent, uh, even on their website. That is pretty damn strict. Uh, Sega thinks this doesn't look reasonable in terms of business and decides to end the series with the, the second entry. <sighs> so, yeah. I mean, at least knowing Japanese culture, uh, I can't even confidently say that to be honest, but knowing how essentially they are very, <laughs> I know like in Japanese culture, it's kind of weird to, I think depending on the context, taking pictures where, you know, people when taking pictures, they feel like they're taking their soul. I admit that may be more so the mythical side of things, of course, but, um, at least to kind of get a concept of how. I don't know, very strict they are about, you know, their stuff they own technically. I mean, not to make it like that, but it kind of is like that. Um, yeah, I, I, this seems like it, it, it is possible. Um, but I mean, modders go mod either way. 
So, I mean, it's really nothing you could do about that. But it's going to be stupid that if this game ends because of that, it's just very dumb. But another one gone. Where will I get my beat em up fulfillment where I can beat up people and do sub stories and get fulfillment of uh, enriching people's lives um, and, you know, making the world the fictional world of Camarocho a better place. Where am I? I guess you can, I guess you technically get part of that from Yakuza still. I mean, I'm just, I'm just really, I want to beat people up though. <laughs> you could technically do that in, in Yakuza though, still with the turn base. It's just turn base. It's not as responsive. I needed to be more responsive. I want to, I want to press a button and hit somebody and feel it, you know, <laughs> But I digress. I digress. Um, yeah. So, yet another series potentially gone. So hopefully they replace it with something. I mean, it would be cool if they hopefully work this out. Um, because I mean, I I definitely love the first judgment, and I guess we'll have to wait and see until September to see if uh, Lost Judgment. Um will um, improve upon the first one in every way possible. Um, hopefully less, <laughs> less, uh, way less uh, tailing people missions. Cause man, that shit was like tedious and drawn out as hell. <laughs> but um, outside of that wonderful game, um, hopefully uh, I feel it though. You could walk a dog, you know, walking a damn dog. I mean, come on, it don't, it don't get any homier than that. You know, it don't get any, (laughs) it don't get any game of the year than that. (laughs) You can walk a dog game of the year, game of the year. I don't, (laughs) I don't care. I don't care about anything else. Game of the year, game of the year, (laughs) make it game of the year. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I I definitely hope it, 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 uh, things work out. I really do. I really, really do. Moving on. Um, if I can type, if I can type. So, in other, uh, <laughs> keeping that, uh, keeping that, uh, depressing news train going. <laughs> Um, Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed to early 2022. Uh, this is via their Twitter, um, play Ghostwire. Uh, we've made the decision to launch. We've made the decision to delay the launch of Ghostwire Tokyo to early 2022. We want to get the game in your hands as soon as possible as so you can experience the unforgettable version of a haunted Tokyo that we've been hard at work building at the same time. We're also focused on protecting the health of everyone at Tango. Our new release window will give us the time to bring the world of Ghostwire to life as we've always envisioned it. Thank you for being patient as we work to bring you an experience unlike anything else we've ever made. We can't wait to show you more in the coming months. 
understandable. It was a uh, it was a little concerning, uh, considering like like especially we didn't hear it about the game at um E three, uh during like Xbox at the Xbox Bethesda game showcase. So now we know why, we finally got that delay. <laughs> we finally got that delay. I mean, I'm 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 always in the boat. Take your time, pal. <laughs> Take your time. Hey, I. What was that damn quote that uh I think it was a uh, Shigeru Miyamoto said, uh or I think it was a memed quote, <laughs> like a a delayed game can be good. Um, I'm very curious now. I must know. Um, let's <laughs> let's see if my Google foo is strong. Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, game delay quote. Wow. The Google Foo is strong in me. It really is. Oh, it's so strong. (laughs) A delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. (laughs) Uh, I think that is like a meme quote or is it? I think actually he, I guess he supposedly did say that I always thought it was mean because it felt very just meme I don't know I don't know how to describe it but it felt like something I don't know Miyamoto wouldn't transparently say I don't know but maybe he said it in in confidence with somebody and somebody abused that trust and just released it to the masses I'm like oh I can't trust again and then this whole <laughs> punished subplot of uh, deception. <laughs> I want to play that game. Sh- Sh- <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto deception. I gotta do it. Shigeru, Shigeru Miyamoto, Miyamoto deception coming in theaters 2025. I don't know why I got Southern at the end, but you know what? It's fine. It add a little more, add some more rawness to it, you know. A little more, make it raw. Okay. <laughs> oh man, how, how we <laughs> went from Ghostwire Tokyo to Shigeru Miyamoto being deceived. That's this uh this took a turn. <laughs> this took a turn. Moving on. Moving on and uh, keeping that depression delay train going choo choo uh our Everse. i know i know i know i'm hurt too i'm hurt too our Everse has been delayed to 2022 this one hurt ghostwire tokyo i'm like ah, but our Everse. That that crushed my soul, man. It really did. I am, and I am being very sarcastic. <laughs> uh, the game nobody asked for uh, is being delayed to 2022. I think it was delayed before. It was delayed to around um, a little bit after Village came out, but then now they delayed it to 2022. Um, keep this between you and me. Capcom, but um, 
just delay it infinitely. <laughs> don't don't release it. We don't want it. We don't want it. What we do want, and I know because I speak on behalf of the Resident Evil fan community, every single person. I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. We need Resident Evil outbreak to come back in some way, shape or form. Not that bullshit, uh, damn booty ass excuse of something to try to be like outbreak, but not at all. And just, uh, just, a, a, sh- a shameful abomination of any type of replication of the gold that was Resident Evil outbreak, uh, resistance. <laughs> that shit was horrible. I didn't, I wasn't a fan. There was some fans of it. It was not me. It was just, it felt like it was just teasing outbreak fans and then just, just busting balls with it. Just busting our balls. I didn't appreciate that personally. Um, so now, um, that you have, we have the opportunity, um, Capcom. I know you listening. I know you listen to me all the time. Um, clearly, uh, we got Dino Crisis that's out right now, so you clearly are listening to me right now. So I will say, uh, you should release Resident Evil Outbreak. Hell, do just do a port. Just do a. You could do a port to start off a remaster, um, uh, or you can continue the series. Give us File Three that we have not received yet. That was in the works, but got canceled because the sales weren't good for RE2. But because at that time, uh, you know, people didn't have internet like that. Um, Resident Evil was, I don't know. It, it, that time it was definitely popular, but it wasn't necessarily as popular as like it is now and caught on as much as it is now. I mean, so I, I do think if you re-release the reported Resident Evil outbreak now, um, it will definitely sell, uh, and would be yet again. I mean, it technically hasn't been dethroned as the best multiplayer RE game out there. So this is, this is some, some, some valuable knowledge Capcom. I don't, I shouldn't be doing this for, for free, but because I love the series so much, that is why. Listen, heed my damn words, Capcom. I beg of you. <laughs> as they as they release our reverse, and <laughs> you know, it'd be really fucked up and annoying. Um, they release our reverse, you know, in twenty twenty two, whatever. Or oh, let let it be let it be at E three where everybody's hype is un, uncontainable. Let it be at uh E three, and they they uh give you uh DLC packs for all the Resident Evil Outbreak characters. You could play as Mark Wilkins, David King, uh Kevin Ryman, Alyssa Ashcroft, and no inclination. You just in, in RE versus 
like horrible deathmatch style. You're playing these characters that you want to play in Outbreak, but no, you could you you could play them again, but in RE verse, right? You that's what you wanted, right? Huh? That's what you wanted. So I am tired of being on this hill, fighting for my life, trying to praise and uh, promote Resident Evil Break. But I'm gonna still be on this hill. If it's if it's my last breath, I'm gonna keep fighting. <laughs> I'm gonna keep fighting on this damn hill. I swear to God. <sighs> so, a game nobody cares about is delayed. But I guess I really only use that as an excuse to talk about outbreak. I just had I, I'm gonna keep pushing that outbreak agenda. I don't care. The the world needs out. <laughs> Sound like a press. Let me let me get my let me get my president hand. The world needs outbreak. I mean not 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 the pandemic outbreak. Resident Evil outbreak. Okay, this is, I mean the people who don't know what Resident Evil is. This may sound weird. The world needs more outbreak. <laughs> uh, let me stop. Uh, with that unfortunate, so unfortunate news. Boo hoo. Um, that concludes the news for this week. <sighs> just, just horrible, man. Just, just horrible all around. I hate everything. I hate everything. Um, so let's get into what I've been playing, which has been, uh, man, <laughs> space jam. <laughs> um, so, uh, if you have Xbox game pass, I'm not sure if it's on, I don't think it's, I think it's at least timed exclusive. I think it might be exclusive to Xbox and maybe windows or game pass for PC. But uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, so Space Jam, A New Nickel. <laughs> I wanted to say. <laughs> Part of me wanted to say. <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> yeah, subconsciously in my head. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Uh, I wanted to say <laughs> Space Jam, a new nigga. <laughs> Cause I, I mean, technically that's what it is. <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan for LeBron James, a new nigga. <laughs> oh, let me stop. <laughs> Space, Space Jam, Jam, a new nigga. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> That should not be taking me. It really is. <laughs> oh, the pure ignorance of that is just taking me out. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my cheeks. Oh, my cheeks. Oh, that one took my cheeks out. They really did. Not in that way. You know, I, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Space Jam, a new legacy. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, that is taking me out. Okay. Let me let me get my composure. Mm. <sighs> Gotta get my cheeks back. Um uh Space Jam Anuka Legacy. So 
contrary to what you would assume this game would be a space jam, a game about basketball. This is a basketball game, right? Wrong, wrong. It's actually a beat em up. So, um, <laughs> it's actually a beat em up that, um, pretty, very short. It's like, uh, I think not even under an hour, you know, I guess depending on your, you know, play style or experience, whatever, but at least for me, uh, playing single players under an hour, I think you could potentially play up to three players. Um, but, uh, it's pretty fun for what it is. And I mean, it was free technically. I think it's free for game pass owners. I'm not sure if you don't have game pass, how much it is. I think it may just be free all around. If you have Xbox, I'm not hundred percent on that, but either way, um, yeah. So I think this was like some group project in terms of being made as a game. Um, like I think made by aspiring game, uh, developers. Um, and I think there was some cooperation with some, um, more experienced people since I know digital clips, I think they made like the, um, or they ported at least either they ported or originally made like the lion King, uh, games and like the Latin games, I want to say, but, um, digital clips came back, made this game. Um, but I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, I, I did enjoy it actually. Um, it has some interesting mechanics where like, uh, in terms of, uh, you're always, or you technically can always be holding a basketball. Uh, but the basketball kind of acts like an active, how would I describe it? An active object where basically kind of like, uh, think well, streets of rage and Scott Pilgrim, where, you know, it has the game has like some underlying physics where like when you throw an object, it literally has like, um, you know, physics, quote unquote physics to it, where if you like throw it at an enemy, it'll bounce off them. And then you can like, in theory, repeatedly like knock an object into a person and it hits the person kind of thing. So you do kind of get that with space jam. And I think there's actually achievements tied to it, um, where, you know, uh, you know, uh, bounce a ball off, you know, three people or throw a ball through uh, three people and things like that. You can also like hold your attack button to charge the ball. And then when you, uh, you can release it and then throw a hit, a charge throw, um, some objects, you know, require you to do that in the game. But I mean, outside of that, uh, pretty much standard, you know, I guess, movie tie in video game where, you know, it seems to be vaguely, uh, has a lot of elements of what I assume is going to be in the movie, but not necessarily, you know, be one to one or spoil the movie type deal, which, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, played as all the characters. There's of course the King himself, LeBron James, (laughs) LeBron James. That's I gotta do it. Uh, the King himself, um, bugs bunny. Uh, and you got Lola bunny. I think that's it. I don't know if there's any secret characters, but I guess their, uh, attempt of include more characters is you can pretty much, uh, you have customizable specials in the game where you basically have these cards that you, I think some you earn in the game by doing meeting certain requirements by like beating the game on hard or beating a, there's a bus rock boss rush mode in the game. 
Um, so if you meet those conditions, um, you unlock, uh, other extra cards, like one card. Um, I think what's her name? The granny, the granny lady from the Looney Tunes. That's, uh, with, uh, Tweety and, uh, Sylvester. Um, her special is that she drops, she drops a lot of health items for you to pick up. So you can, you know, essentially, um, you know, if you close to death, oh crap, you essentially kind of get an uh, extra life kind of, uh, but you know, it is still has that risk and reward where the items you drop, um, it, uh, it will, uh, disappear over like time. I think maybe 30 seconds is, it seems like the time frame it normally will go away where, you know, it'll basically blink and start to, you know, if you don't pick it up in time, it'll completely disappear. Um, who else? I think Speedy Gonzalez. It was a Roadrunner. I think Roadrunner, where you know you uh have faster speed. I think there is one character that gives you more strength, stuff like that. So pretty cool, pretty interesting. Uh, definitely a cool like way to customize your play style for the game. Um, and then of course you know it, pretty much outside of that, pretty typical beat 'em up. You know, uh, I guess tropes but in not a negative way, um, beat up characters, hit the final boss and that's it. But yeah, again, I think the game was like under an hour, at least I beat it. I think it's like three, technically four levels. Um, but I'd say it's pretty fun. If you like are in the space jam, um, I'd say it's worth a play and it's not that big of a commitment either. And like, Hey, if you, uh, definitely, if you were a, uh, achievement hunter, um, there's definitely some incentive there kind of <laughs> dare I say close to, uh, the most infamous, uh, avatar, well, no achievement game avatar, the last airbender, <laughs> you get all of the achievements within like five minutes. Um, so yeah, I do recommend it. Then of course, just, just my, my comfort, my comfort food, if you will, uh, got back into uh, gears five playing a couple matches um, oh man, it's just so good. It just, it just like some, some slippers you put your feet in and they just feel good. That's, that's gears five for me. Um, just killing people. Of course, just <laughs> killing people. Um, yeah, gears is gears. I, there's really not much else to, 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 to explain or describe. Um, halo master chief collection played a bit of that. Um, again, yet another comfort game that I, love just checking in on here and there modern warfare uh i think i tried playing black ops but then i just like uh, again like i've talked about before something about just the it feels like the net code just just feels very off especially even compared to the older call of duties i don't know if maybe it's just the platform i'm playing on um i may try playing on a different platform like pc or a PlayStation to see, but at least for Xbox, it just feels very off. I can't describe it. And it's, it's nothing like I felt with any other, the other, the, any of the other black ops games, um, for this, for this game, it just feels like, yeah, just something is off is the best way that I, I can describe it. So, uh, but in turn, I was playing modern warfare. They released a map. I guess that was like, people could play on accident, but they weren't supposed to, but then they finally did release it. 
So I was playing that new map a good amount, um, which was pretty fun. I think it's Al Al Assad base or something like that. So in turn, I was, uh, I was playing call it a modern warfare. And that's the thing too. It's like modern warfare is totally fine. But then black ops is like, I don't, I don't get so. Um, and then of course you may have, uh, if you, uh, watch or catch my Twitch channel on Twitch TV slash a switch, I have made my triumphant return to streaming games again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, uh, it's been far too long. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, after a very long hiatus of, uh, this channel only being, uh, me with my podcast, I have started playing games again on the channel. And of course, to start it off right, baby, <laughs> monster, uh, no, uh, disaster report, uh, a very, yeah, I, 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 unless, unless I'm proven otherwise, a very niche Japanese developed game, um, I think from age tech, uh, where basically the, I think really the best way to describe it, honestly, is resident evil with, with, um, with nat with a natural disaster theme. That's really the best way, at least in terms of my frame of reference, I can describe it. So there is a lot of, you know, resource management, item management. And, but with all that said, you know, as you progress through the game, pretty much your main <laughs> enemy is uh, earthquakes and natural disasters. And, and you know, things like that. So mainly your aim, your main enemy is earthquakes and like, you know, uh, potential death that happens from that. Like in terms of when there's there, wherever you're at an earthquake happens and then it causes like buildings to fall over. You have to run to avoid, uh, you know, buildings. Um, but at least I, I beat it, uh, earlier this week. Um, it's, it's, um, how do I describe it? I definitely enjoyed it. Um, it's just very trial and error in terms of, um, you know, it, it's like a specific, you know, if you don't go to the uh, Pacific moment in the game or at a Pacific area in the game, you will die. <laughs> and then you have to learn, okay, I can't go that way. I have to go the other way. So it was definitely a lot of that in the game, but there's like a lot of interesting, like story development. And, uh, in terms of, as you progress through the game, you find out the reason like why this is happening in terms of these natural disasters. And I think it does get pretty interesting. Um, I, it's weird. I don't want to spoil, uh, what damn near 20 shoot. Yeah. 20, 2015 year old game. Um, but it's fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I am now hooked on a disaster report series. From what I researched, it uh one disaster report one came out on PS2. Uh but they uh you know, as they do with a lot of Japanese developed games, when they bring it to the West, I guess maybe to in I don't know, incite more appeal or I don't know, um maybe encourage people who didn't like the first one to give another shot. They released the second game in the series as another name out here called raw danger, uh, where it's a sense it's basically disaster report two. 
And I think there's a, there's a, the third one came out on PSP, but only exclusively to uh, Japan. So uh, I think they, uh, somebody did a fan's translation of it, but I think it, um, they still need to work it out in terms of um, actually making it. I have to look up on that. If so, I'll, le- <laughs> I'll legitimately will play, uh, we'll play that one, the PSP one. Um, I have the tools. We have the tools. Um, and then, uh, then, uh, recently, I think last year, disaster report for summer memories that, uh, I, I guess supposedly has a PSVR support. So the whole series is there at my hand, my beck and call, um, which I will definitely play. Um, I just love me some niche as Japanese developed games, man. Way of the Samurai. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, uh, heard of it or played it, wonderful game. I think one and two on PS2, three came out on 360, PS3, and PC recently, I think. And four came out exclusively console-wise on PS3, and uh, I think a couple years ago on PC. So, you uh, three was very good too. So I, I, I do recommend that if you're into that kind of thing, I guess. Um, yeah, I forgot. What is it called? What is the, <laughs> uh, just, to, just to embarrass myself even more in terms of, uh, pronouncing Japanese names, but, um, disaster report. What is it called? Zetai Zet Zetsume Toshi. I guess that translates to desperate city. I gotta do it. Desperate city. Oh, I like that. Um, oh, and in the in uh in the UK or power region is called SOS the final escape. That's pretty good. SOS the final escape. <laughs> you know, in the old school games, they <laughs> it's like, why are you pausing? Why are you pausing between the final and escape? Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, Age Tech. Oh, Age Tech localized it. Uh, it was made by Irem in Japan. So, um, yeah, man. And then uh, one cool aspect I like too is like of the kind of character development of the characters. Like, <laughs> oh, this is so horrible. And then it's <laughs> some funny ass dialogue. And uh, shouts out to and uh, this is just a PSA to all the uh, localization folks, translators. Uh, man, you guys are not valued enough because just being able to like translate culture and meaning from that's totally different from one country to another is like, when you think about it, it's a real huge undertaking in terms of trying to translate the, the like beats and like basically essentially convey what you're trying to convey in a totally different language. And on top of that, it actually hitting (laughs) for the, like, uh, the, the Western market (sighs) cannot, cannot give enough praise to, uh, translators and, uh, you know, um, man doing God's work. You really are. That's, (laughs) is it wrong? That's literally the only reason I, I, uh, really want to at one of these days pick up Japanese really. Um, it's just, I, I want to play some Japanese games. Cause I mean, 
just consistently. That's where it, it, some of the best, unique, memorable experiences definitely came from for me. But I digress. Uh, also, keep a lookout if you uh, missed it on uh, Twitch or uh, it will also be uploaded to my YouTube channel. I think I uploaded the first uh, part of me playing uh, yesterday. So there you go. Uh, then after that, Monster Hunter Rise, I got back into playing a bit of it, uh, mainly to, to tie off the end game stuff. Well, quote unquote end game, because um, they in terms of how the DLC is, they like suspended the technical tech technically uh, end of the game um, towards the DLC, which they released. And that's pretty much what I played in my goal. And, uh, essentially did it. Um, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, it always, I, I, I reflect back on Monster Hunter and it's like most of, most of the games aren't necessarily like the stories. Oh, the story. This is where it's at. Oh man. I, I love Monster Hunter for the story. Um, no, it's normally just the, 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 that loop, the good loop of, uh, you know, uh, fight a monster, whoop his ass, carve its, <laughs> carve its skin, and uh, the role will play again, essentially. Um, I mean, it's a good loop, though. It's a good loop. A good loop that kept me, what, for 112-something hours in counting? So uh, I did complete it just in time for uh, Streets of Rage 4 Nightmare DLC, which I have not played yet. I've been refraining to record this podcast and get it out because I know otherwise I would not. And that's pretty much it for what I've been playing. So let's get into what I've been watching. Which has been. Um, of course, of course. Loki, we we finally got the uh, season finale, um, and whew, man, pretty damn good, pretty get pretty damn good. Uh, just just a preface. Uh, I think uh, now that the whole season is out, gonna spoil uh, Loki at least the last episode. So uh, if you're sensitive to spoilers, uh, plan on watching Loki blah, blah, blah. This is your warning. Um, so Loki last episode, we finally, (laughs) our suspicions were pretty much right terms of, uh, it being, uh, of course, well, I guess depending technically it's not, but technically it is, if that makes sense. But Kang the conqueror essentially, uh, was, was actually the, the, (laughs) the, uh, I keep forgetting protagonist antagonist. I think antagonist of this, uh, of this show, which is surprising. Cause you know, at least, especially as far as, uh, one division was concerned, we didn't necessarily get like a lead up, like what we got in Loki in terms of like, Oh man, well, we're well, technically, technically with Wanda, I won't get into that, but you, if you saw, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we got a uh, freaking Jonathan Majors, I believe. I think his name is 
um, big nose people represent. Hey, 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 he's a uh, we. <laughs> I'm the president of a big nose dele- delegation and uh, uh, Jonathan uh, approved of uh, everything he's done. Um, and, you know, surely enough, he uh, he showed out, uh, man. I-, I definitely loved his 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 uh, portrayal, his take on Kang the Conqueror, at least translating it to the big screen. Um, you definitely got a very light, a light f- vibe, a light, playful vibe, but like with a sense of, um, what's the word? A sense of, uh, just evilness. Um, a sense of, uh, man, how would I describe it? A sense of like uneasiness that like, he's kind of crazy, which I did like, I think it was a nice take on a, you know, a new, uh, presumably huge villain that's going to be a huge like role in the MCU coming in like a lot of IPs and stuff. <laughs> uh, it's funny seeing all the memes of uh freaking what, um, uh, Wanda, uh, well, no, like, uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange is about to be tired. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, people like, man, how, how is Ant-Man going to even compete with this guy? So that's going to be interesting. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, Jonathan Majors, he knew the assignment and he nailed it. Loved his portrayal of, uh, well, at least in this, the, the man, the man who knows, which is not it. Uh, damn it. It is drawing a blank. He who knows, he who knows nothing. I am drawing a blank. Totally. You know what I mean though? Um, yeah. And then of course, you know, towards the end, uh, so basically he threatens, you know, the two Lokis with like, Hey, we're, we're, this is either going to end. Um, if you kill me, uh, shit's going to get real worse. So you, you can take over for me and, you know, um, or, you know, and there won't be chaos, but if you do there, shit about to hit the fan, bro. (laughs) And sure enough, what after some deception, uh, Sylvie, uh, um, pushed Loki into a time portal and then of course stabbed, uh, stabbed the man, the man who knows (laughs) I'm I'm butchering it so hard, but I know it's like, I know what it is. I know that what it is, but it's not coming to me. Um, and then what did he say? He's like, I'll see you, see you later or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back for you. <laughs> Just, I'll be back for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically like, well, it's like, well, you fucked up now. So now like all the timelines are literally completely branching out. And I guess in theory, um, pretty evidently, uh, the multiverse has been officially born and now, um, uh, the next Spider-Man will have, you know, we will now have confirmation of Tony, Toby McGuire. No, (laughs) I'm lying. (laughs) I know that's heavily rumored. I think it's going to happen that I think they're just being coy about it, but, uh, pretty cool It's very fascinating next phase in terms of like the flexibility of what they can do, especially now with the Fox characters, uh, coming into the MCU and stuff, Deadpool and, uh, X-Men, 
I'm very fascinated to see um, what they're going to do with this now that like shit is shit is off. <laughs> shit is off. And then like now that Loki uh, came was pushed back to his time. Now uh, things have been basically rewrote. It seems that like now actually Kang the Conqueror is shown as the uh, the uh, I guess leader now. And then, uh, you know, Loki talking to Mobius and I forgot her name, the black girl, the black TVA uh, officer. Um, They uh, they don't even know him. They don't even know who he is anymore. It's like that is kind of horrible when you think about it. It's like literally all the experiences, uh, all the experiences you went through and they don't even know you exist. Like they don't even can't even recall anything, any moments, any upbeats or discoveries. You start at square one. It's like when you think about it, it's like kind of like kind of like death in a sense where it's like you don't know it's like you, everything that you guys experience is erased, which is like, I don't know, just this, 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 uh, this, this finale, like put it into context, which made, makes it really crazy that like, man, it's like, I don't even know you. And it's like, <laughs> you don't, <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, it's like, I can feel for Loki is like, you know, he like did all this progression to get to this point and then basically start right at square one after, you know, working hard for everything. It's kind of crazy, but Hey, he can, uh, he can repair all that in Loki season two. <laughs> so they did, uh, confirm it for sure. Even though I think it was technically confirmed, but I guess, you know, they wanted to instill like, Hey, this is gonna, there's going to be a season two, um, towards the end of the, this, uh, finale. So, all in all, very much enjoyed it. Um, Marvel's not missing, man. I mean, I mean, if anything, like the weakest, technically the weakest, uh, if I, I mean, just even saying that is not even doing it justice, but, um, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I thoroughly enjoyed as well. <sighs> Marvel's not missing. I mean, they kind of miss with Black Widow, but I mean, if we talk about the TV Marvel stuff so far. Um, they not miss it. They not miss it. Uh, then I think next is a what if. So I guess that's technically gonna be canon. So very interested to see how that actually plays out now too. So good time to be a Marvel fan. I have to say, it's at least as somebody who's not been really into the comics, but definitely like caught on with the MCU stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited. I'm very, I'm very excited. This is, it's, this is my newly discovered weak spot. <laughs> Anything Marvel and superhero related. I just seem to gravitate to in some way, shape or form. So, um, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, after that, I did see uh, resident evil infinite darkness. <laughs> uh, something about that name just feels off. Just it feels very, uh, dare I say pretentious kind of, um, I don't know. It's just infinite darkness. It's, it's like, that's kind of redundant. I mean, darkness is <sighs> darkness is darkness. Why does it gotta be infinite? <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a weed conversation. You high, like, I mean, 
is darkness, but why has it got to be infinite? I thought darkness technically is infinite. There isn't, you can't quantify darkness, but darkness is darkness, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, man, where do I start, man? Um, coming as a fan of Resident Evil, pretty big fan. Um, was not a fan of this, uh, Resident Evil darkness. Mind you, I've watched the, uh, pretty much all the CGI Resident Evil, uh, and begrudgingly the, the live action Resident Evil, a good amount of those, but, uh, at least from a CGI standpoint in terms of CGI movies, this was definitely for sure the weakest of, uh, of the Resident Evil, um, Resident Evil, uh, CGI movies for sure. Um, it, it, first off, it had this weird format of basically technically is four episodes. Um, but like the four episodes were like 20 minutes. So it's like, why didn't you just release it as a movie? Since that's generally, you know, around the same time frame as a movie. And it didn't really feel like the context of the episodic nature necessarily added anything to the movie at all. If anything, I think personally detracted from it, but, um, so you have that. And then the plot was very, uh, very predictable, uh, very predictable and like just unmotivated. I'd say unmotivated. That's probably the, yeah, it just, I can't even describe. It just was like not engaging at all. And, you know, you get the zombies and, you know, you get the, some of the BOWs a little bit, but outside of that, it just was very just, uh, I don't know, just shallow. If anything, um, you, you didn't even get, you didn't even get like, you know, uh, anything similar to like Chris and, uh, the one dude shooting people, <laughs> shooting each other, point, point, <laughs> point blank and missing. <laughs> I mean, hell I even take even something like that. will at least make, uh, you know, make the show at least somewhat digestible, but not even that you get, you get this whole, um, story about the characters in terms of, uh, they were being experimented on and then they can't, they have to take this serum to, not turn essentially. I just, yeah, it just was not good. I was not a fan. I think Claire didn't even shoot a gun. She just had a gun with her and didn't do nothing. Leon was essentially just the the only character that was doing stuff. Claire was like, just, you know, a typical damsel in this uh, distress. And it's like, I mean, come on. Claire is way more powerful and capable than that. So just a lot of missed opportunities. Um, and I just really don't get the episodic nature of it. And I know eventually it's going to come into a movie form. It's like, why would you do this? So I guess apparently there's going to be a second season. So maybe I guess that may be the reasoning, but sure. I guess I'd say, why don't you just release, release the first thing as a movie and then just release the second part as episodes or whatever. I guess maybe they want to keep, uh, keep consistency or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, uh, swing in a very, very hard miss for Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. As a Resident Evil fan, I was very let down. I was very disappointed. Um, just, 
just no wasn't really much payoff to be honest. But yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, that pretty much is what I've been watching. And uh that will conclude episode one hundred and thirteen of Switches Sites. Um yeah. Thanks for watching uh, and or listening. I uh, greatly appreciate it. If you want to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms, feel free to do so. Uh, you can catch me live on Twitch TV slash a switch on Thursday evenings. You can also catch archives of this podcast in video form on youtube.com slash a switch as well as uh, games. I'm starting to stream again and also archives of movies I've been missing out. But until next time, y'all, I got some streets of rage for DLC to play. Uh, yeah, otherwise, get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.